to Sound Medicine, mantras and music podcast, where you will hear from various healers, musicians, visionaries, and educators. Get ready to experience transformational and inspiring storytelling, songs, chants, and interviews that will uplift your spirits, mood, and health. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of Sound Medicine, Mantras and Music. I am so grateful and excited you are joining us and listening to this first episode, the first of, I want to predict, thousands of episodes This is a topic that I think you will find fascinating and interesting and hitting home for those of you that connect with this topic. This podcast really is here to help connect healers, musicians, seekers, educators, and community builders around the topic of music and sound. Our mission is building an uplifting community by inspiring, educating, connecting, and healing through the power of mantras, music, songs, and chants. If this sounds of interest to you, you are in the right place. We're here to share incredible stories, success stories, interviews, music that will change the way we approach sound and medicine while also uplifting our souls and our health. In my mind, if you are uplifting your soul, you are uplifting your health. So the show is for you if you love music, especially music or chanting that is has a spiritual or a sacred essence or an undercurrent. If you want to hear from artists and musicians and visionaries and their stories of what brought them to share their inspirations and creative artistry, this is the place. You're also going to learn new music, new chants, new songs that are going to inspire and uplift you. My whole life is about inspiration and healing, and that's why I've created this podcast. If you believe in the power of sound and music as medicine, then this is the podcast for you. You can expect to be transformed. And this is not an overstatement. A transformation will occur. And my background and training in undergraduate studies was leadership. And there's different types of leadership. There was a kind of a hierarchical leadership approach. And uh, there's collaborative leadership, which is some of my favorite type of leadership. There's servant leadership. And there's transformational leadership. There's transactional leadership. Transactions when you... I'll give you what I have for what you have, that kind of thing. Um, My favorite style of leadership was always transformational. And that's the butterfly effect, the cocoon to butterfly, where you are left feeling different 
than you were prior to that relationship. In this case, the relationship is to this episode, to the podcast. And so the I want you to leave inspired in some way so that you are literally a different person at the end of the podcast. That's how good I want the podcast to be and I want your experience. You can expect that if you're listening closely, because this podcast will, like all podcasts, if the information's authentic, true, and valuable, then if you're listening closely, you will be inspired to change in some way. That could be the way you think about something or some perspective, the way you speak to others, the way you act, maybe in your change the way or alter or modify or enhance what you're already doing with your personal practice and your relationships and the way you uh, relate to the world. And this is going to be inspired through songs, through mantras, through chanting that uplifts the body, mind, and spirit. We cannot have one without the other. In my 20 years practicing in the healing field, uh, both as a physical therapist and as an integrative therapist, as an energy healer, as a yoga instructor, meditator, I have come to recognize that we are integrated beings. We are, yes, we have a physical body that is always changing, even though it may look like it's the same generally day to day. We have a mental body and everything that composes of how we think, our belief systems, our concepts, our ideas. And we have a spiritual nature that is um, our what lies beyond the body, the mind, the eternal aspect of ourself, that when we tap into it, there's higher perspective, higher awareness. Someone maybe say an eternal being. And um, this podcast, the goal is to really uplift and enhance all aspects of your being. We're going to learn these tips and these tricks and how to do this in enhancing our health from expert musicians, from sound healers, from spiritual teachers, thought leaders. And we're going to learn life-changing chants, powerful songs that we can start to incorporate easily into our personal life, our daily practice. And we're going to be inspired to live and create an even more beautiful life and world by incorporating and refining our relationship to self and to others through music, chanting, storytelling, and sound medicine. If that sounds of interest to you, you are in the right place. And I'm happy you're here. My name is Gio. And I am inspired by many, many things. This podcast is the culmination of, of that inspiration. One of my teachers, at least through the written form, because I never knew him, was Edgar Casey, And he had a beautiful quote that sound is the medicine of the future. And I have found this to be true. And the future is now uh, because I am seeing all the time in my own life and in those that I work with 
the power of mantra, the power of music, the power of sound is more than just entertainment, more than just something to listen to. It's actually um, has the power to transform our consciousness and our awareness. And I've always loved inspiration in all of its myriad forms. Inspirational quotes. Wayne Dyer was one of my favorite people to listen to growing up. And any inspirational songs or poems like Rumi, stories that were uplifting, the Ramayana. Uh, there, there are so many. The Alchemist. Anything that's kind of gives our soul and our mind a a way to connect deeper to meaning and purpose in our life path. That is what drives me, and it drives me in the sense of um, more than just myself. If I find something of value and inspiring, I want to share it with others, and that is partly the reason I have this podcast because I want to interview these incredible people in this field, and I want to share it with you. I want you to hear what I'm hearing. I want you to be inspired like I'm being inspired, and. Some of my greatest memories, as I'm sure yours are, is relating to concerts or music as a way of connecting and experience joy in life in a in a way that's mm, very different than just partaking in math problems or science or solving uh, things with the left brain. Uh, there's the dancing and the beauty of music is such a natural part of what. What gives us a sense of harmony in our lives, and、uh, I think we've lost some of that in this modern day. And、uh, there are many of you out there that are are part of this movement of medicine, music medicine, and seeing the value and sharing that. And、um, I mean, I remember being at a concert and feeling so light, so happy, so free. I closed my eyes, and literally, I felt myself as vibration, as a musical note. And this was—I will never forget that experience, the way that I connected to to the music. It was another time that I was connected to music, and I saw the power of music when I was when I was a child. Well, actually, I was a teenager. I would、um, I would used to get panic attacks. That's what actually overcoming panic attacks through、um, mantra and through chanting is actually what,、uh, and meditation is what naturally pulled me through that dreaded time in my life、uh, when I would feel anxious every day going to school, Could, couldn't control myself. I'd just shake, and my heart would pound, and I'd feel out of my body in a bad, not a good way. Feel I'd have tunnel vision, and I could hardly catch my breath. And、it was very scary.、It、happened for for almost a year until I learned meditation. And in particular, I remember during one episode, I felt myself kind of spinning out and like going into that that prison in my mind、uh, when I was about 19. And then I started to listen to this kind of spontaneously. I, I listened to some music, and it was classical music and some chanting that instantly brought me back. To this grounded, peaceful state, it was something about that music that just shifted my awareness instantly. And I've been working with that concept ever since, and how to shift our awareness when we're going into states of、uh, anxiety or fear or lack, 
or just disharmony and anytime we don't feel ourselves don't feel whole how we can shift that and the fastest way i found to shift is through um through chanting through music and i've i've that the moment as kind of been a driving force through my life is there've been a number of those types of moments and um and gradually over time i got into mantras and particularly those mantras that would bring us into a deep meditative state and right now chanting mantras has become part of my daily life and my sadhana my personal practice of connecting to spirit as i know for many of you it's the same way and i mean i i teach the practice of mantra and mantra therapy and working with mantras uh quite a bit in workshops and retreats and um online and uh, i hear stories all the time all the time uh, like dramatic almost miraculous stories of chanting and how it's affected uh individuals lives and i want to share that on a greater scale as well and so you can hear testimonials of people and how mantras and chanting has sh- not only shifted their spiritual life which is of course incredible but also on a practical level um as well from a f- from finances improving finances to improving relationships um to improving our voice and being able to to uh speak more clearly to get deeper insights um and uh, having more joy in our lives and at work and I mean the stories go on and on like really dramatic so I'm also going to be interviewing and sharing some of those testimonials on here and um I mean I just love singing and chanting in groups it is so powerful and the power of community and group energy and music is a palpable force uh my first experience uh with mantra in a group setting was in kirtan with uh, in Richmond Virginia decades ago when Krishna Das came to town and I'd heard about him and I wanted to go listen for myself and it was nothing short of 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 just musical blessings one after another just being part of that community and it really felt like a group experience it wasn't like a normal experience where people are listening to the musician on the stage like I was uh I used to go to concerts and listen to um like Dave Matthews band for instance when i was growing up or um or fish or bands like that where you would listen the kirtan was a totally different experience for me and it 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 rocked me from the inside out in terms of just feeling the joy and the bliss of of chanting with other people it's hard to describe unless you actually do it this kind of led into a whole experience of learning mantras with Thomas Ashley Ferrand and the Sant Lad and California College of Ayurveda and the Chopra Center over time and um Thomas Ashley Ferrand became a, uh also known as Nama Deva became a teacher of mine and um I went through his training with 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 him and um uh, that he designed and become a certified mantra teacher and I started teaching my clients as a, I'm a physical therapist I'm a licensed physical therapist and uh in Southern California and I practice in an integrative way so I teach most of my clients mindful movement along with meditative awareness with their exercises and I'd say about 70 to 80% of my patients 
I will give a mantra practice, do a 40-day mantra practice. And so I would teach them a chant for healing or for finding balance in whatever area they're working on. And at first I did this just kind of like as an area of interest. Um, from what I learned in my training, there are certain mantras that could help um, give more energy or relieve pain or really create some incredible results from a physical and emotional uh, space. And uh, the more people that worked with this, I was blown away with how much mantras helped and also how much people loved chanting mantras because they're empowering. They don't cost anything and they work. And um, very oftentimes working way more effectively with much less side effects than other alternatives. So um, this really, uh, this practice of using mantras with my clients over the last 10 years has um, really shifted their experience and my experience. And it's why I'm doing what I'm doing now and offering and teaching um, mantras as medicine, as therapy, as a way of uh, shifting your spiritual physiology as well as your, um, your physical physiology. And like I said, it works on the mind level as well. So I just follow, you know, ever since I was a teenager, I came across Joseph Campbell and following your bliss. That had become my mantra for many, many years. And um, whenever I was faced with a life challenge in terms of, let's say, what career to pursue or where to live or... Uh, those types of questions, a fork in the road, I would, I would listen to Joseph Campbell and I would follow that. And for my life, life is too short to spend on the little things and playing small or living small or as Eleanor Roosevelt said, no, you don't want to die with your music still in you. And I am so in love with music and mantras as a practice for myself as a teaching tool for my clients, as an edu educational tool for the other therapists and healthcare workers I, I, I teach and work with, and as a kind of a, a teaching guide for myself and my personal path, and as a way to connect with other musicians and visionaries and others that are working with sound and mantra and medicine and their day-to-day -day life and their livelihood uh, and their practice and the way they express and connect with people. Uh, that is why we have this podcast. Um, and I'll maybe just share one more story is, um, you know, there's many mantras that have played a huge role in my life. And I woke up one morning and this is about five, six years ago. And I woke up, I was going through a particularly challenging time in my life for personal growth, and um, I was chanting as a regular practice, uh, and I was going through some, some growth periods in, on a human level in terms of finances and relationship challenges. And So I was sleeping, and I woke up one morning, and I had this mantra in my head that was, uh, I never heard it before. I, since then, I've heard it many, many times in different places and talking to people and in my studies. But at that time, I had never heard it before. It was melodic, and it almost brought me to tears. There was something about my dream and waking up with that mantra in my head that was like, 
it was almost like those truth bells inside went off. I was like, oh, there's something about this one. It's like meeting somebody for the first time and you just know that you're, there's something about that relationship that's going to be pivotal in your life and um, nothing's going to be the same from there on out. That's how I felt. Even though I'd never heard it before that I could remember, there was something very familiar and reassuring about it. And, and the mantra went like this. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya And it moved me. And at that point, I, I woke up and I was kind of vibrating and tingling and I was like, what is this? I, you know, I had work to attend to and kind of go through my, my morning routine and, and get in there to see clients at a certain time. So I couldn't really think about it too, too much, but I was like taken back by this mantra and where it, where did it come from? What did it mean? It, it actually sounded like a female voice in my head. Um, and I just started to repeat it all the time. I just chanted in the car. I chanted in the shower. I chanted while I was eating, silently, out loud, my meditation practice. And man, my life started shifting. And I just repeated in my head all the time. I wasn't even consciously repeating it. It just repeated itself. And, you know, that anxiety and disharmony I was feeling a few weeks earlier, it just started to melt away. I didn't feel it anymore. I had no fear at that point. I knew that everything was okay and that the energy and the source of creation, the source of that mantra, it was always there. It was always accessible. I was never alone. And that's the energy I felt from, from that mantra practice and that ever since that morning. And um, at that time, I just felt so supported and held, and I just had no doubt that everything was working out perfectly, especially when it didn't seem like it was working out. That's when I needed to remember that the most, and, and luckily I have reminded myself, even when I've forgotten sometimes, <laughs> when the duality sets in and we have these situations like we're having right now with this COVID-19 going on, it's like seemingly... Uh, chaotic times on a personal and collective level yet there's also when I listen in and connect through chanting and through music I know there's grace there and more people I talk to they feel the same thing and about six years ago when I woke up to that I, I was studying Thomas Ashley Ferran's work at the time and learning to become a, a teacher of mantra and and, uh, and then I it wasn't until about six or eight weeks later, synchronistically, I was reading through his work, and I didn't—I didn't know he taught that mantra, but he did, and um, he taught me what it was about. And it was basically about um, what exactly was going on in my life, because all these spiritual things kept happening, all these synchronicities started occurring, and it was almost like I was having a um, uh, this is a new me coming forward, and that was the essence of the mantra: is Om Namo. Bhagavate Vasudevaya. It's it's a birthing. It's the it's it's connecting to your soul and the essence of your soul and a birthing of a new you. Like 
literally um, women that want a divine child to be born and birthed in their life they will chant this mantra to for the blessings of the mantra to bring forth a child that is um, in perfect harmony and alignment with creation and, and from straight from source from divinity however you want to call it like a child of God and um, and so that's what I was feeling was happening to me at this time in my life that this spiritual I was there was a spiritual rebirthing and that mantra was a tribute to it and where did it come from I don't I mean I still to this day I have my guesses but there was something that was just sacred about that experience and showed me that yes there is something true and real about the power of vibration and sound and how it affects our consciousness and I'll tell this story at a different time but I um, it was after that point in my life that all these things started to shift and there was a lot on the in the outer world that seemed like it wasn't going well so somebody just to look at my life from you know from above and they saw all that was happening and the shakeups in my relationships and at work and finances and all these things that seemed like were out of control and not in any way in harmony there from the outward perspective that's what it seemed like but then as I after I went through that period of my life I look back and I was I can easily see and I can even feel it when I feel back into it that was divinely orchestrated and there was a beautiful rebirthing that took place and um, and I'm so thankful for it now and uh, so that mantra still carries me forward when I feel challenged and um, and that's another reason uh, we're offering this this podcast so that others can share stories like this that have been life-changing and give a give us tools give support each other so we all have have more tools in our toolbox to help through challenging times and give us these inspirational stories and these mantras, these chants, these songs that can um, can anchor us in times in a storm and can help carry the group energy forward because I, I really believe in the power of groups. It was taught to me that when you chant together, you sing together, the energy of that song is exponential to how many people are singing. So if you have two people singing together, it's two times two. It's four times more powerful than if you were singing by yourself or chanting by yourself. If you have 10 people chanting together, it's 10 times 10. It's 100 times more powerful. If you have 500 people chanting together, that's 25 with four zeros after it, 250,000 times more powerful. So it's just this group energy and I feel like this podcast can help raise that group collective energy and um, there's a creative force here that that underlies all of our lives and um, music is that that incredible undercurrent of a universal language and no matter what our age our culture our background we can connect in the realms of the musical and the mystical and the junction for me of where consciousness, sound, and medicine meet, that is the space where magic happens. That is the space where we can really connect and the space that's being held here with this podcast and that supports the energy of what we're all interested in in terms of finding inspiration, healing, and connection through through these stories and through these this music and chanting. So I I personally could not be more excited 
to offer and share this podcast with you um, with the help of these amazing musicians and visionaries and experts you will hear from. And the launching of this podcast truly is a miracle and a blessing for me. And I hope it becomes the same for you as you listen to these episodes. And what you can expect in the coming weeks are interviews with incredible musicians, incredible experts. I know this already because uh, I've already interviewed many, many of them. And um, it's it literally is uh, such a blessing to to connect with all of the artists and visionaries that just have so much to share. And um, this is a community that, as we've been putting so much value on the left brain logic and science and scientific method, which is, of course, super important. We cannot forget that the poets, the artists, the musicians are the the game changers right now. That's how the messages are getting out. That's how consciousness is being shifted in various ways. And I think... Um, yeah, I, I'm just excited for you to listen to the interviews and, and how that's how that's occurring. So Zan Moore is uh, is coming up on the the episode next week. He's probably the greatest human being or one of the greatest human beings I know. Uh, just an incredible, incredible person, eloquent speaker, and most gifted musician and guitarist. Um, that I, I've had the privilege to know and meet, and I can happy to call him a friend as well. We also have upcoming um, next month uh, Pujari, an incredible mantra instructor, one of my teachers as well, Bill Barry, who is incredibly knowledgeable in the Vedic sciences of sound and teachings in the lineage of Thomas Ashi Farad and. Sankeshava Das, um, and he'll be teaching us how to perform a proper mantra meditation discipline, which is an area that I'm very interested in, and I, I teach in as well. So I always learn from from Bill every time I I speak with him. I think you'll find that a fascinating interview. Um, also, oh my gosh, Kevin James is is um, we interviewed him, and he's if you don't know Kevin James, please look him up on YouTube on um, Spotify. He's an incredible musician, traveling the world, literally hundreds of countries each year, singing kirtan, singing songs of love and hope. And he, his story and just his perspective, I just really value and cherish. So um, please tune in for him. Um, we have uh, a Buddhist scholar, Neil coming in to teach us um, about his experiences in the monastery and and his perspectives growing up as well uh, being uh, from the south and how music played a role from the church uh, as well as Keith who has a similar background from that perspective in the church music and he plays the didgeridoo, sings in a San Diego homeless choir who, um, who are actually becoming very well known right now through being on television and um, and then we have drummers and musicians um, from Bhakti Fest, and uh, we have a guitarist, uh, Arkaya, who's a musical teacher, and he teaches blessing songs and music with spellbinding stories to children in schools. I mean, this is just an area that 
I just have so much grace and gratitude for because I have children myself and anybody who's teaching children songs and uplifting the kids I mean that's it's incredible so that's just a taste of what's happening and we we have a lot a lot more on the way too so uh, once a month I will be teaching a mantra of the month and um, sometimes in conjunction with a co-interviewer and expert uh, on the mantra and We'll be teaching proper pronunciation, proper application of the mantra. We'll chant it together with you um, so you can utilize the benefits of the mantra right away. And um, I find I think that'll be very valuable as a lot more individuals from yoga teachers to meditation students to um, quite a few people I know these days are taking on mantra as a practice in their personal life and even teaching it. And so this will be a really good uh, resource for you to learn more mantras and um, connect in deeper for your personal practice, but also for those that you teach. <sighs> so a lot to look forward to. I'm incredibly excited. And um, I just wanted to say thank you again. Thank you for listening to episode one. You can check us out on uh, www.mantrasandmusic.com. This is a webpage dedicated to this podcast. We will be linking in um, songs of the artists that are interviewed. We'll be linking in chants uh, and mantras from the interview. Um, I'll be teaching and linking those to that site as well. Um, various tools and, and that's where you'll find all the interviews. And it's a, just a wealth of resources and podcasts that I think you'll love. So I hope you've enjoyed this first episode. And um, if you did, make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you are. And thank you for visiting. We are here to support and promote music, mantras, visionaries, artists, and sound as medicine. And in the words of Dr. Randolph Stone, life is a song. It has its own rhythm of harmony. It is a symphony of all things which exist in major and minor keys of polarity. It blends the discords by opposites into harmony which unites the whole into a grand symphony of life. To learn through experience in this life, to appreciate the symphony and lessons of life, and to blend with the whole is the object of our being here. Thank you for joining us on Sound Medicine, Mantras and Music. If you are enjoying the podcasts, click subscribe. To access other episodes, more interviews and music, please visit our website at www.mantrasandmusic.com. That's www. M-A-N-T-R-A-S-A-N-D-M-U-S-I-C dot com. Join us next Thursday for the release of our newest episode. Thanks again for your support. See you next week.